Welcome to the Horror Throwdown podcast, where we normally take a Brendan Fraser film and pair it with a horror movie released within the same year and see if Brendan Fraser's character would survive in that horror movie. I am Joseph Kincaid, and with me is Cisco Navarro. Producer Trunks has taken the morning off because today we were talking the new release, A Quiet Place Part 2. Uh, so Cisco and I were able to see it over the weekend. We will just quick heads up be going into full spoiler territory so you know proceed with caution um but yeah we're, we're excited to talk about it uh cisco you just saw it last night right yeah i saw it last night at like 10 p.m yeah what was your like what was like your general first impressions and then also was the um was your screening like pretty packed it wasn't packed at all there was probably maybe like there was there's a lot more people than there were spiral but it wasn't like a full house there was at least like 15 20 people this time Instead of like ten, okay. Uh, so that was nice because uh, we we did reserve our seats. Uh, my first impression overall, like I liked it a lot. It kept me captivated. Um, I think think it was a good sequel, and uh, right off the bat, yeah, I agree. I asked. I, the only reason I asked um, about the theater capacity was that I went on Thursday night, and my screening was quote unquote sold out. You know, given the seat measures where they, you know, block off the seats next to you and stuff like that. So like I sold out as a yeah. candy. And then when I was looking at my like Cinemark app, a lot of the showings throughout the weekend were showing that they were sold out. Okay. Um, which I hadn't seen in a really long time. So that was kind of a good feeling. Uh, so this movie was supposed to be released in 2020, but given the COVID-19 pandemic, it got oh. delayed indefinitely. And it was originally supposed to be released in September of this year, but as the vaccine rollout started happening, they, they bumped it up to M- Memorial Day weekend. And I'm, I'm glad it did because it seems to be paying off. As of recording this on Sunday morning, there are reports that this made between 48 to $58 million. And that's so far the highest grossing um, opening weekend during this pandemic so far like i know like wonder woman did a pretty impressive opening so did like mortal Kombat, but this one seems to be getting a lot more people like back in theaters which is which is a good thing to see yeah um did you like the first one i did there's obviously yeah. a lot of qu- there's a lot of questions in the first one and the second one but i still liked them a lot yeah um i remember the first one being like a really fun theater experience for me but i hadn't seen it since then and i rewatched it before seeing this one and i felt like a little underwhelmed like that kind of like magic of seeing it for the first time went away yeah uh, a movie that was supposed to be mostly quiet i thought there was still going to be people like being loud in the theater and like ruining the experience went up but no it was pretty tense and everyone was on board and reactive through the whole thing which was fun but yeah just about a quiet place too it is following the deadly events at home, the Abbott family must now face the terrors of the outside world as they continue to fight for their survival in silence. Forced to venture into the unknown, they quickly realize that the creatures that hunt by sound are not the only threats that lurk beyond the sand path. And it currently sits at 91% critics okay. rating and a 94% audience score, which that's that's higher than I would rate it, but... um. Yeah, still very good for a PG-13 like mainstream horror like monster movie, you know? Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so like, yeah, like let let's get into it. Do it. The opening sequence is kind of like a prequel. Yeah, it shows you the events that happens like day one of like when the creatures first show up. And I don't know about you, Cisco, but this was one of my favorite sequences in the movie. Probably my favorite sequence, just like in these two movies in general. Okay, I, I, I can agree with that. It was definitely yeah. action packed and suspenseful. Yeah, I thought it was. It just showed to like with this sequel they set the bar like very high and like most sequels do you know they like double the action double the suspense double the body count stuff like that and those are all definite things that happen in this movie too double the dialogue oh yeah yeah that that <laughs> yeah that's a very good point there is double the dialogue in this one yeah and this is where you see john krasinski again because you if you've seen the first one you know he dies he sacrifices himself to save his family but he pops up again in this prequel to you know just to get a little taste of him just a little, yeah, just to get a little pizza slice, a couple apples, a couple oranges, you know. Um, but he, yeah, John Krasinski also came back to write and direct this one as well. What is notable, though, is that some of the original writers from the first film, yeah, screenwriters Scott Beck and Brian Woods uh, decided not to return to write the sequel in favor of focusing on several new projects instead. And I, I can see why they would want to do that. They also wrote just a side note, one of my favorite um, horror movies of the past recent years called Haunt. Did you ever see that, Tisco? I did not. It's like a, um, it's on Shudder, which again, another Shudder plug. It's about like a group of, like a group of college kids going into like a haunted house. Okay. On like Halloween night, but it's run by people who, it, it's like more than they signed up for. That's all I'm going to give it away. But with the writers of A Quiet Place, you can kind of see what happens. Like they did a really good job at um like writing the suspenseful scenes, but alas, this is not a haunt podcast. So yeah. And then you see in, in the opening of a quiet place too, when the creatures first land and after that little opening, it picks up exactly where the first one left off in the basement after Emily Blunt's character just shot all these other creatures. And then they decided to leave the house because the place where they were living in was, um, was on fire and was starting to burn down. Mm-hmm. They start, you know, walking past the sand path, going through, just trying to find like more people and outside help. They set off a trap that someone had put that had like, what was it, like a bunch of like bottles just like clanking yeah. together. Yeah, dropped a bunch of bottles. Yeah, giving away their location and they start running. You see them being looked at through like a, like a, like a scope on a gun. So clearly someone's watching them and they're running away. And then this was probably the most shocking. Oh yeah. The most shocking scene of this movie for me. I was not expecting this. Um, So, you know, in the first film, she steps on the nail on the staircase and that's like a very visceral. Yeah. Visceral scene. Um, In this one, her young teenage son gets caught in a bear trap and you just like, you see it all. Yeah. He just like you're in saw. Yeah. It felt very much like a saw trap. And of course, he's just like screaming because he's a child who just got his foot almost like chopped off. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised at how much like they showed, especially for like like PG-13 horror. Like they don't really show like part of the MPAA's like rules. Like if you are in, like a PG-13 horror movie, you don't really see blood that much, blood or gore. But yeah, this one kind of like lingered on it for a while. That's um, rather blood, 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 joy. Oh, yeah. And then... They see, or they they're found by um one of their old friends, and he's played by Killian Murphy, who I want to say just like up top, 
Killian Murphy's the best part of this movie. Yeah. I think he's the reason why I like this one more than the first. <laughs> you know, no disrespect for John Krasinski, but Killian Murphy can just like act his ass off like any day of the week. I'm weird about him. What do you mean? I liked him in I mean I like Dark Knight. That was a good or uh Batman. That was good, but he was kind of he was, he was obviously a creepazoid in that one. Yeah. He was a scarecrow. Uh Peaky Blinders. I didn't really understand his character half the time when he was speaking. <laughs> like, well, you gotta watch he... things on with uh what's it called? Captions. What the hell what else was he in? He was in 28 Days Later. He was oh, in that's um, right, that's right. I do like 20 Days Later. All the all the Christopher Nolan movies, like he's in Inception, he's in oh, Dunkirk. Right, he's Inception too, yeah. Dunkirk. Eh, I've heard things about him in Dunkirk. I watched it and I was bored with it, but he was still good. <laughs> but yeah, so he's he's like the male lead in this. And yeah, he's like an old family friend of the habits. And at first he doesn't want to help the family. Yeah, he's like, get the fuck out of here. Right. But he's kind of like peer pressured into it because the daughter played by Millicent Simmons, who is the second best part of the movie. I thought she did incredible. She did. Um, her character, Reagan, kind of does some like investigating in a sense. Just keeping up like, her dad's work. Yeah. From the first one. Yeah. Because her dad was just on the radio nonstop, like trying to find like people in the outside world. And they find a um, or they hear like a, a song on the airwaves the song like beyond the sea and she's like no like that's got to mean something and she found the station where it was broadcasted from and it's off like an island off like the coast of like where they're kind of like living near yeah Um, so she's like no fuck this i'm gonna go try to save us because that's like that's what my father would do you know yeah and then that's where it kind of breaks off where there's a couple different stories being told there's there's two there's two main stories there's reagan and there's millicent and killian murphy going off to find this island which at first it was just him trying to get her back home but she convinces him to like go find say, it. like no like this this is a real hope and then the story of emily blunt and her son and her newbound baby trying to find supplies to help his you know injured leg yeah and get more oxygen tank yeah because the oxygen tank for the baby which that loud ass baby was causing me stress the entire time <laughs> but yeah those are kind of like the two main storylines uh, there's there's a bunch of like you know tent sequences within you get some you know boat dock goons yeah the dock boys yeah the dock boys was Just, I, that's what I kind of wanted more of I like those people um, yeah they had they had a little dock girl as a lure bait to get more dock girls yeah and then they were just like like it, it was never said like what they were trying to do like if they were gonna like kill them eat them like whatever um yeah i have no idea what their plan was they they didn't explain it like at all which is fine uh it was just a bunch of weird like like boat goons just coming out of nowhere looking yeah, like shit they were, they were real goons because yeah they pretty much gave uh murphy's character a grenade by putting those bottles around them oh yeah like what like what you at that point like you put the control on him if he's just if you guys are just gonna screw him over he's just gonna shake the bottles and you guys are gonna get whacked yeah <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't really well thought out on their part. Um, But, you know, with that being said, like a bunch of sound was made and there's definitely more people in this film than the first one. And I think that's just like the, like I said earlier, the typical horror sequel stuff where they like double the body count, you know, because these creatures are just launching people left and right. Oh, yeah. They're just straight punching them. There's there's no, we don't know what the the hell their purpose. They're not coming down to like (laughs) eat or invade. They just came straight down to punch people in the face. 
that's all it is that's like it's, they really just hear sound and that's what i got from these creatures like they, they don't even it. they don't even eat them or kill them or anything they literally yeah, just like not dragging them. them yeah they're not dragging them to like a lair you don't even know where they live like what do they do on like when they're not in the present are, you, are they sitting still like in the woods are they just walking around somewhere like you never see them just walking like they only show up when they hear noise like we never truly see them doing their thing right besides punching people right like how are they surviving yeah on this land for over a year you know when all they're doing is literally just killing sound but you know suspending my disbelief for a little bit i'll uh i'll allow it um what other like main beats are here yeah they end up finding a boat they get to the island and the island you know people are living their lives being loud because it's revealed that the uh the monsters can't like they can't swim yeah like water is their weakness unfortunately like a, a stray boat with one of the monsters that like, crashed on the island so the monster starts attacking them what else happens yeah the, the son locks himself up in a furnace with no oxygen and a baby yeah. so you think the they're mom, both gonna die yeah the mom goes back to the, her the original hometown to grab medicine yeah and I thought that was a sweet moment too. As she's walking back, you see the uh, oh, the marker for the first child. From the first yeah, movie. you see like the little like gravesite they put it there, and then she puts her wedding ring as like a yeah. you know to her husband. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much like after that, the movie ends kind of like the same way as the first one, where it just shows like yeah, like this like static and feedback is what's the weakness of these monsters, and once the like once their heads are open enough, like you can like essentially kill them. Uh, kill them. Yeah. So the ending I left a little bit, you know, dissatisfied with, but um, yeah, I, th- I thought they would at least like go get their mom and her brother, but I guess right. that's going to be for the next one. Cause I mean, that's yeah how the first one ended. We didn't even, we didn't even see that they killed the other aliens. They only killed one and then it fades to that. Yeah. And what I liked to um, just like one little part about the ending as well as that, the son who in the first movie and a lot of this one is just terrified of course of these creatures you know but he kind of finds how would you say like what like his bravery and ends up being the one who kills the monster i think yeah i think i think once he hears the yeah the static noise he realizes that you know his sister reagan made it somewhere and she's broadcasting like she did it yeah yeah i think that gave him the courage to go forward yeah i thought that was a sweet like well-learned moment um yeah but yeah, that, that's pretty much that's pretty much a quiet place too. Uh, a lot of jump scares, like the first one. Yeah, uh, birds on the train. Yeah, the birds on the train was the one that got me the most. I I, I knew something was coming too. I was like, I'm gonna put on the train and, and have us like do her prescriptive for a bit and not try yeah. to jump scare us. They did two times in that train. The second time, <laughs> I was body fell out. Yeah, I kind of was yeah. expecting that. Um, <laughs> The bird one, I it still got me a little bit, but I knew it was like something was coming. I just didn't know when, so I wasn't yeah. too freaked out. But I for sure knew they were gonna do something in that train. That's how I felt about a lot of these, um, a lot of these jump scares. Like you just you you know something's gonna come up, but uh, I will say, yeah, the birds was definitely unexpected, and you know their their jump scares no less, but they were still like very effective. Yeah, I think as far as like watching from the first one and then watching this one like shortly after. I think this is the better I think this is the better movie of the two. Yeah. I do think the first one had like better sequences like of like tense sequences and I think that definitely helped with the writers but yeah I I feel this definitely took 
the weaker aspects of the first one and then just finally tune them a bit. Yeah. What are, what are some of your thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, I, I can, I can, I can agree with that. I definitely like that. They, you know, they included more of like what's going on. Cause obviously you wonder who survived. Obviously that was a big thing was uh, Murphy's character that he didn't want to help him. Cause he was telling them like, Hey, you know, people change. Cause they, they, they were telling him like you, we people, uh, you know, our father would help you. And he's like, people change. You don't know what people are like now. So that's right. why he was like putting traps out. Cause he's, he's like, I've seen what, what's happened to people. Right. Uh, so you kind of get a hint of what's happening with the people who are still on the mainland, I guess. Yeah. I assume a lot of people who are surviving are island bound, which makes mm-hmm. you wonder like, too, I don't know if like Hawaii, Madagascar, Australia, if they were like hit with the, the invasion too, whatever you want to call it. Cause I don't think these things have names. I think it's just your creatures. They're just creatures. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of like that. They kind of built a load on the world. Like they're like, Hey, this is what's going on. At least around us. This is uh, the situation. Uh, I definitely felt a little bit more. Felt like there was more tense scenes in this one. I think they just set up more. Cause obviously the first one just takes place uh, in their house mostly or their mm-hmm. little their farm. Yeah. Uh, this one, obviously, they venture out since it's got the two plots. Technically, three, I guess. Once the mom splits out. Oh yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Uh, I I'd, I'd like to say that the kids were a little bit of the antagonists because they were they were straight bullying uh, <laughs> Murphy's character. Yeah, yeah. Millicent Simmons was just yelling yeah, at him. He's, yeah, she's like my was like my. Like my father would help people in this, and the dude had—he's obviously lost his kid and his wife. He has nothing. They at least have each other, right? And I thought it was—I thought it was funny too. How like it's clear that you know she's she's deaf, but he doesn't um, like he doesn't know sign language. Yeah. And one of the funniest, like, what the part I got the most was like he's getting frustrated, like trying to talk to her, and she's like, I can't understand. Like she can like read lips, you know? Yeah, she's like enunciate. (laughs) <laughs> yeah that's something i definitely need to work on so i was like oh i i, I like that line a lot <laughs> and then you like that that callback like obviously i had a feeling it was going to come back to play because yeah, in the beginning you they had a baseball game and mm-hmm. uh murphy's character asked uh john kudinski's character i forget everyone's name uh like what's this what's a sign for dive because i guess they're yeah. to sound language dive right. and of course that, that plays back into when they meet the dock coons when he yeah. tells Melson to die. So I thought that was pretty cool. I had a, like I said, I had a feeling, but I think it was pretty cool that they brought that back. Yeah, like when, when it opened and they, you know, taught him that, yeah, which had... the the sign for dive is literally just like you're diving into a pool, like your hands together, yeah. like going down. Yeah. Um, at that, first I was like, why are they showing that? But then I was like, that's for a reason. It's going to be <laughs> for know? a reason. It's going to be yeah. for a reason. But I think they did a good job because, I, I mean, I, like I said, I had this feelings when they come back. But I didn't even like think about it when they went to docks because like I was kind of tensed up at that moment because yeah they were switching between scenes throughout the whole time on that yeah because we'd see them on a the dock then they'd go back to because at this point uh, Marcus the son he had I don't know why this kid was walking around so much with a fucking like eight holes in his ankle from the bear trap he was still had no he had no qualms <laughs> of uh-huh. walking around climbing upstairs yeah. like I've had ankle injuries I was like you you don't want to move. <laughs> yeah, he was climbing up. He was looking through, uh, I guess, Cillian Murphy's like nest. And I right. guess few, I had a feeling, like, too, that like this scene uh, got some people. 
But I thought it was actually gonna be like his uh his son behind the curtain. Like I thought he kept his son's body, but it was his wife's. Yeah. And so that was a and little, I, little shocking. Yeah, I feel like even some of the trailers too, and like that sequence. Um, that they were gonna do the switcheroo of, you know, Killian Murphy being a being like a villain. Okay. Because I felt like that like layer that you were talking about looked kind of like creepy. Yeah. yeah so I was like, like what him. is this like freak doing? You know, but yeah, I, I'm really, really glad they didn't they didn't go that route and they gave his yeah. character like a little bit of a uh, yeah. like a redemption arc for helping yeah. helping out the family, you know. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was his redemption. I guess if and then know. yeah, spoiler alert, Killian doesn't die. Uh none of the main cast dies, which is good because if they make a third, now. which if any indication of this, yeah, you know, box office movie. receipts is they're they're gonna make a third movie. Yeah, I don't know why they would not try to at least get get the family back together. Yeah, I I think my question is they're probably gonna be kicked off the island. They should be. I would kick them out. Be like, we, there's like the day the night you come back, we get attacked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's interesting. And then, like what you said earlier too. I'm like also interested in like because they're they're focused on this one area and it's never really like revealed where, but. The shooting locations was um in Buffalo, New York. So I, I want to say I must say it took place in New York. I feel like even like in the movie because she had a map and it said New York on it. Oh, it did. Yeah. So I think yeah. I don't look at those details. That's that's good. You did. But I mean, I mean, they're they're pretty big on details too there, because yeah. uh, I mean they, that that whole first from the first movie that farm that they did it, like they actually grew the crops and they built that silo. So like they're pretty big on the design and all that stuff. So I wouldn't doubt that they just kept it in New York at that point. Yeah, Digimon Hansu shows up for five seconds and is killed yeah. off. Oh my god, it's I don't know what he was thinking. Literally, yeah. like he's like he's like I have to go back from from. He's like, bro, you just saw that thing murder your truck or your car. He's obviously still there. Like, why would you try to go back out? I but, mean, that's, that's a good sign of a I guess a horror movie, if you will. Like, if you're just questioning everyone's character and just being like, get the fuck back. Yeah. Well, he uh, he was originally supposed to be played by Ryan Terry Henry, and he um. Oh. He ended up Terry dropping because he was he was uh filming something else, so they replaced him. But yeah, I feel like my boy just always gets disrespect in any movie he's in. I think so. <laughs> just he's only in there for like so little. Yeah, I honestly, uh-huh. I was wondering too what's gonna happen because at, at that point when yeah they were on the the beach and everything or like on the island, I was like, there's still like thirty minutes left. I was like, I was like, no, yeah. are they gonna spend thirty minutes to go back and get them? Right, what else can happen? So I was wondering too. I was like, said, and I was like, it ain't been it ain't a peaceful ending yet. Yeah, it was definitely set up that way to like fall in a sequel. But um, yeah, overall, I gave this a, a three and a half out of five. Okay. I was thinking like maybe like more lean towards four, but I was like, no, I'll, I'll set all three and a half because I, I still had like my complaints, you know? Yeah. But I will say like, the sound design in this, like the first one was great. The creature design is still dope. And I really did like how they kind of expanded this world and gave yeah. us like more set pieces and things to look at instead of being like, yeah, more stuck in that house all day. More, you more know, boat goons. Yeah, give us more yeah. of those people. Well, Which is I mean, interesting. I guess, like, I feel I like they were, them. yeah, I feel like he was teasing a lot. Like, you don't know the kind of people who are out there now. Yeah. Uh, and he was right because those boat goons were like just like true freaks. Yeah, I don't know what the hell they, I don't know why they would set up at the dock too. Like, why not lure someone in the house or something? Why in the right. docks? Right. 
fucking boats are creaky. Yeah. <laughs> but and I, know, yeah, I feel like there's are, definitely like if they caught goons. Yeah, how many people are they caught? Like what how how often enough is this working that they that they have a, that they have this planned out? I don't know. There was at least 10 of them. Yeah. You know, just like lingering there. But yeah. I don't know. I thought that was interesting. And I feel like there's definitely more like little um types of like colonies of these kind of freaks like around, you know. Yeah. So I would like to see more of that, which like I said, the inevitable sequel will probably give us. Um, maybe you have to go back to land if, if we stick with the main cast. So maybe they'll meet yeah, more. Yeah, that's true. I, I'd, I'd want to see them back together um, and then kind of see like what happens from there. But uh, yeah, overall, I thought it was a pretty good. Like, even though if it's not completely necessary, this was a good, um, a pretty good sequel. I think it was one of the rare horror sequels where I actually preferred it over the first one. Yeah. Um, I can't really think of that many where I I, I feel that way. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. Do you have any other final thoughts? They uh, need to do something about the kids because the kids are the reason everyone dies <laughs> in the first yeah. movie and this one, second one. <laughs> it's mostly Reagan's fault. They need to they need to do something about her. Yeah, but Reagan also just came up and was going to save everyone. Like she's the one who thought the who came up with the yeah. idea. Yeah, but you know how many people she's gotten killed already. <laughs> I mean, let's let's count her brother. She, she got her brother killed. Her dad killed her, and her brother got her son. Uh, their dad killed. Got her uh, whole family in jeopardy. And her whole family in jeopardy. She uh, got all the boat goons. Got the boat goons killed. All the people on the island. Brother. Yeah, you actually have a really good point there. Um, so I'll give you that. <laughs> like I said, that, that she's her and her brother are antagonist too. Because I don't know why he didn't just stay in the goddamn chamber hole i don't know why he had to go up and then get fucking freaked out by a corpse if he had just stayed in the tunnel with the baby he would have been fine yeah but we did get we did get that intense moment where uh his mom shows up and then she hears that's down there so she like puts the one of the gas tanks down and lures a monster <laughs> up and shoots oh, it oh god yeah that was is, a stupid decision which is a great scene but very not worth it at the end because that thing just walks out of the fire like it's nothing yeah, you think you think well, I guess her oh, like here's a badass screen. moment. She's gonna blow it up. Uh but no, you just be you just create a uh a fire creature at that point. Yeah. I but I guess the, I guess the whole plan was just to get the sprinklers going so it wouldn't cure, but yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean there's I liked it though. There's definitely a lot more scenes where I just felt more on edge, like when the son trapped himself and the baby in the that yeah. little chamber where they couldn't breathe. Overall, I, I would I gave it a, a four out of five for me. But I, I can a four, okay, yeah, I, I could see it as a four. I, I can see it three and a half as well. But I liked, like I said, even even though the the daughter, I wanted to punch her in the face for all the mistakes <laughs> that she was doing. <laughs> like you're deaf. Why are you gonna go in? You're like the worst person to go out and look for something. You're not gonna hear when you make noise. I feel like she could have easily convinced her mom to be like, "Hey, let's go check out some boats." And I feel like her mom wouldn't have been or. Maybe her mom would have been like, let's wait till your, your brother's legs are better. I mean, they're getting kicked out the next day anyways. They could have just went and did it then. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. All for the all for the movie's sake, I guess. Yeah, obviously everything's for the movie's sake. Yeah. Just, yeah there's it's, a lot of opening questions. Like, where's the military? There's no way they don't know about this whole sound thing that a child figured out. Right. I feel, too, that... um. What's I'm trying to say? Like I'm very excited to see where John Krasinski like goes from here. Yeah. Um, because in these two movies, I mean they're like telling the same story. 
but he really knows like i feel like he knows direction like really well yeah he, he did well i like that he gave us a prequel without having to like do a whole prequel like he's just like here's a here's a here's a little tidbit of what happened on day one that's all you get yeah i was yeah. i was thinking i was i was hoping throughout the movies like i hope it doesn't go back between like them and the the present and them in the past like i don't really want to see no soft flashbacks right and i'm glad to do that i'm glad they just which that, that was a intense opening because that opening lasted what like 15 20 minutes yeah yeah that was yeah. a strong opening for sure yeah definitely like, definitely you the, um you get the credit like, like oh wow i was like we're, we're getting into it like we're barely starting yeah it sets it sets the stage for sure um but yeah any i think that's all i really have about this one um yeah no yeah like i said i was kind of like thinking of four well at first i looked at my letterbox and i gave the first one a five star and i was like this is not a five star movie (laughs) he changed it and i changed it back i i reviewed it as a three um i was like yeah three tops and then i was thinking about a four but then i gave i know what you did last summer a three and a half i think i liked i know what you did last summer more um, and I was like, yeah, I'm not going to rate this higher than that. So three and a half is good. Good for me. Not right. trying to be consistent, you know, I feel you, but, uh, but yeah, that was our, uh, little review and take on a quiet place part two. It is, I don't know the exact date, but with the, uh, deal with Paramount plus a quiet place is going to stream on it, uh, 45 days after the initial release. Oh. And that's the same for like all the upcoming uh, Paramount movies, movies like Top the G.I. Joe Origins, uh, Top oh, yeah, Gun. Snake Eyes, baby. Yeah, I am fucking hated the G.I. Joe original movie, but this one I'm, I'm all in for. Uh, yeah, so after 45 days from the theatrical opening, it's going to be streaming for um, yeah. Paramount Plus yeah. subscribers. And well, a yeah, I, I understand it. If you don't nice. want to go to a movie theaters yet and see this, like yeah. I, I completely understand. But um, yeah. I mean, like I said, there's reserve seating. It's pretty, pretty well taken care of. It's good. And then, does your theater like block off the seats next to you too, or no? Um, they weren't blocked off, but they were not available to reserve on the on the website. Like, we got two seats, and then the other two seats next to us. Well, one was a handicap, so I don't know if they could technically block that one off. But the other one had an X on it, so we couldn't pick it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, that's how that's how Cinemark does it too. So, that's, and then yeah, they have like you, you don't you don't grab your own drink. Someone else grabs your own drink. So. Oh, nice. Uh, I don't know. Does yours not do that? Do you set to serve yourself? No, ours is they they do it for us. Okay, yeah, no, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. No, they got precautions. And then kind of like what you said about the AMC once, and Mark started doing that as well, where you can order ahead of time and um yeah. pick it up. Pick it up, yeah. Which is or for two dollars, they'll bring it to your seat. But I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pay oh, two dollars well, I mean, for that. that. Yeah, but yeah, I haven't paid too much. <laughs> that's pretty cool as an option. They got yeah. that curbside drop off. Yeah. <laughs> um but yeah so that's it for a quiet place part two uh let's see we're gonna do another bonus episode like this kind of we got a lot of horror movies coming out right we got the we've been doing bonus episodes each week it's fucking exhausting yeah but it's i mean Um, that's good that's good thing that yeah horror movies are coming out and judging by the good thing for business that's for sure business by the two commercials i've seen from spiral and uh quiet place we with what's coming out uh the conjuring uh what's that house one with a girl who, like lives in a different dimension or whatever. What? I don't think I saw the brief of that one. It's like the one where like, the lady like they ha- she has a house with her husband and ha- her husband kills himself and then she finds a book and 
He's oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I have no idea what it's about. It almost seems like it's like a parallel world or something because it's like the beach house or something like that. It's like or a beach, something. yeah. It's I think I think it's just called house or something, yeah. But there's that yeah, one. I think it has like Rebecca Hall in it from Rebecca Hall. Yeah, that's yeah. She's Godzilla vs Kong. Yeah, that one looks great. That one looks great. We have. I just saw yeah, the Conjuring the, comes out this week, which Conjuring, we'll do an episode. I can see probably that. this weekend uh, on it. What do you think of M Night Shyamalan's new movie coming out? I think it looks cool. I think oh. all of his he has good ideas. Yeah, I, it's I, just the, it's just the execution for me. He just that's like it if, if, he, if he sticks it, the landing, that's all it is. He needs to give it to someone else to execute. But I, I, but I guess I do like Lady in the Water a lot. Well, he did sure like ten percent. Like he wrote and produced Devil, which I really liked. I'm and that shows it. that he can pass off his work to someone else and they can do it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then we have Soho. That one looks that we got me hyped. Yeah, we got Soho. We got uh we got the purge trailer again. Purge trailer. I no, thought yeah. we would get a Halloween teaser, but not yet. No, yeah. That, that was pretty much yeah. Mine was that. And then the last two were like fun. I guess I thought they, they, they had the Aretha Franklin one. I was like, are they doing the Aretha Franklin horror movie or are they just sneaking this in? <laughs> And they just snuck it in. I was like, that seems kind of out of place. Yeah, they're they're really shoving the uh, the hitman's wife bodyguard down my. I didn't get I didn't get that one. Luckily, I didn't get any Samuel Jackson ones. I didn't get the hitman or the yeah the bodyguard, which is nice. I just got the Snake Eyes and Aretha Franklin that weren't the horror ones. Oh yeah, we got Snake Eyes too, and then we got um the Top Gun trailer, which I don't. Oh, Top Gun. That's yeah, we got that one. That was kind of dumb. I mm, yeah. Show me. Well, show me top I'm not gun. big I'm gonna... on Top Gun, and I don't like Miles Teller, but I mean, I it seems like it'd be fun to watch in theaters. I'm sure people are going to watch it, but I really preferred the Cruella. Actually, is Cruella already out? Yeah, Cruella just came out. Okay, so um, my mom asked show. me to buy it on Disney Plus, so <laughs> I have it right now. But I, I think I'm going to go see it in theaters tomorrow just because I love going to the movies. You saucy freak. I mean, that's who I am. I was thinking about seeing Spiral again by myself, but who knows? The, the day is still I, early. And... I might go see it next week. I have a friend who wants to see it, so I might be oh, nice. going to see it a second time. See what my opinion yeah, is. Steph- Stephanie doesn't fly in tonight till 10.30, so I might... Just drag her to a movie afterwards? No, I might just kill time beforehand. Uh, it's supposed to be that. like 109 today in Sacramento. It's going to be fucking gross. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I'm going to go maybe go catch a movie in my nice AC theater. You know? Yeah. Put on a Put on my heat warmer. And just buckle in, baby, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but okay, yeah, that's it for our Quiet Place Part 2 episode. Uh, we will be back next week with the bonus about The Conjuring 3 and then the two movies we're doing this week, which will be out that same time The Conjuring episode comes out, is we're doing the first Conjuring movie plus the Brendan Fraser-led Pawn Shop Chronicles, which both movies are available to stream. Pawn Shop is on Amazon Prime and Conjuring is on both HBO Max and Netflix. So, yeah, if you're interested, please uh, listen along, like, rate, subscribe, review, all that fun stuff uh, for the Horror Throwdown podcast, Fraser Edition. This is Joe Kincaid and Cisco Navarro signing off. Talk boys. Hi, Benny! Looks to me like you're on the wrong side of